Hello everyone, you're listening to 101.9 FM CITR. We are broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory. This is Noise Complaint and you're listening to Avery Sloan.
song is called Gilbert. never played it live on the radio before. Um, I feel like I was expecting someone to respond to that.
next song we just released as a single. Um, and it's called Planting a Garden. <laughs>
song was called June and then this one is called Fino Calorite.
This is CITR 101.9 FM. We are broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory. This is Noise Complaint, and you just heard Avery Sloan. We'll be back shortly with an interview.
è sempre Radio Alice Abbiamo la polizia fuori dalla porta Abbiamo la polizia fuori dalla porta e, e Abbiamo la polizia fuori dalla porta Con i colpetti antiproiettili Pistoli in mano E tutte queste cose qua On January 17th UBC Radio CITR 101.9 FM presents our 24 hours of radio art programming featuring innovative approaches to music and sound. It's 24 hours of spoken word, ambient, drone, field recordings, collage, thunderphonics, robocalls, voicemail fails, sound research, and noise. Listen live on CITR 101.9 FM or online at citr.ca. For more details and submission requirements, email us at radioart at citr.ca. Slice of Life Art and Gift Shop is Vancouver's choicest destination for one-of-a-kind artist-made prints, posters, screen prints, riso prints, paintings, acrylic paintings, watercolor paintings, ceramic mugs, ceramic plates, ceramic bowls, ceramic pots, lapel pins, hats, toques, crochet bathing suits, jewelry, trinkets, knickknacks, hand-painted signs, curated thrift, and a bunch more stuff that won't fit in this designated block of airtime. Slice of Life Art and Gift Shop, located at 1636 Venables, just off commercial, open 11 to 6, six days a week. Everyone at VAMS understands the challenges of having a disability in an able-bodied world. Since 1988, the Vancouver Adapted Music Society has supported musicians with disabilities on their journeys. Check out Reimagine Radio on YouTube to learn more about our diverse community. To stay up to date with us, subscribe to the channel and drop a like to show some support. Where do you go to cry? Where do you go to scream? Where do you go to sing at the top of your lungs and play instruments and be free? You can join UBC Cry Club. UBC Cry Club provides instruments and a judgment-free zone for people to let loose and be free using music as therapy. UBC Cry Club meets at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays at the Fraser River Parkade. For more information, go to M01E on Instagram. Good evening, everyone. You are tuned into CITR 101.9 FM. I'm here in the studio with Avery Sloan. Thank you, guys. Hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. Thank you for an awesome set. How's it being on the radio um, the first time? Well, I couldn't really like, hear what everyone else was hearing, but... True. We had fun, and I hope everyone liked it. We also couldn't get any feedback, so I'm just, um, like, from live audience. Oh, we, right. There was, like, no one booing, so it helped our self-confidence. Yeah, there was, like, physical feedback, but no, no crowd booing, which was, like, a first. <laughs> so that was awesome. Awesome. Well, I have a question for you. You didn't play the song Future Pilot, but... What did you want to be <laughs> when you grow up? Um, like five? Well, I want to be a marine biologist, not a pilot. I oh. think that's just like 
um, maybe a metaphor for something that I was feeling at the time. I still don't know what it is. Avery but... has a lot of songs like that where they're metaphors for things. Oh, yeah. Avery has a lot of songs like that where they're metaphors <laughs> for things. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I don't know what the metaphor is. It's, like, it's up for crowd <laughs> interpretation. It's, like, this sounds edgy. So... I also think future marine biologist doesn't really Yeah, it doesn't ring to it. <laughs> I actually, I honestly, like, have no idea where that one came from. I, but... Wait, you should sing the verse, but replace future pilot with marine, marine biologist. biologist. Yeah, I think that would flow really nicely. Yeah. <laughs> it would be good. Awesome. Well, you just released a music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you... we um, did one with our friends Calvin and Zane and Gareth and... Um, Jamie, there's like a whole bunch of people involved, and it turned out so sick. Like we're yeah. so happy with it. It was a long day, but it's a pretty, it's a Western style music video that doesn't really like correspond to the song at all. It's just kind of a stupid idea that we came up with in the studio, and kind of ran with it. And it, yeah, it turned into like this whole spaghetti Western cinematic experience. I missed the day they planned it, so I just showed up. To, to the filming, yeah, knowing that it was like cowboys getting shot and uh, yeah. flowers coming and out of And Jason them. was already in costume somehow. Like, I think he just <laughs> normally dresses like yeah. that. <laughs> so <laughs> he showed up ready to go. Totally. Uh, yeah, no, it was kind of weird, though. We also all got sunburned really bad. Yeah, it, w- it was a long day. Ollie and Knight have a, a secret talent, a secret talent of uh, building rocks, like big rock shucks. statues, yeah. Our rock structures... Oh, that's 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> Legend has it, they're still there. <laughs> so, you guys filmed it over the summer? So uh, we ago? did it, actually we did in like April. Was oh, it, April? Wow. it was like a while ago. It's been in production for a hot minute. April, I feel like April's too far away. Maybe that's, I, a, think I don't know. Like summer. Yeah, summer. it was somewhere around there, but we went to um, Hope Slide and it's like this crate, like a rock slide had been there. So it's covered in boulders and it's very treacherous. But um, the boys who did our video, they had like gone out there before and scoped the scene and like marked everything, knew exactly what we were doing, like what we we're going to be getting ourselves into. So it was it was pretty sweet, like not having to <laughs> deal with like the the climbing part of it so much we were prepared for what to expect yeah they really did a wonderful job in setting us up and getting us ready and setting our expectations for hiking out in improper gear and yeah wearing campy little costumes mm-hmm. it was a good process it was i put i'm gonna like put actress on my resume now i think oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome oh, yeah, of um i feel like music videos are very underrated medium i feel like they're the perfect length and you can do a lot in them but like you're not pressured to have this like crazy long storyline that's mm-hmm. like super you can just tell a simple story and like be fun and creative so do you have like a fantasy like let's say you had a gajillion dollars all the money in the <laughs> world <laughs> to make a fantasy music video what do you think it would look like i'd want it to be animated Animated music videos yeah. are so awesome. They're tr- yeah, that's They're, true. Like, like the Primus one with the claymation. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a lot of. <laughs> I don't think that's high like budget that. though. <laughs> I mean, it's time consuming. It so is. If you're paying someone to make it, is there like an animation style that would be? 
Uh, I don't know. I do. Yeah, the most uncomfortable one. The one from Polar Express. Oh, no. no. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> awful. Or like when they kind of look like the VR version of Avery Sloan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you seen Hoodwinked? Yeah. yeah. That is my like creepiest art style. I recently rewatched it and I do not remember it being that bad. It was always that bad. Wasn't it like, weren't there some like adult jokes in it too? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny the stuff you don't pick up on when you're a kid. Once you're a seasoned veteran of adult jokes. Avery, <laughs> Avery you're like yeah. 22. <laughs> it's true. I consider myself a seasoned veteran nonetheless. Okay. <laughs> At the prime age of 22? Uh, yeah. Pr- yeah. I've hit my peak. Uh, there's a band called Siamese that does animated music videos, or at least used to, and they do like stylized, like manga, like art style. It's it's really cool. I like that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. without being uh, a weeb. <laughs> <laughs> you can like anime and not be a weeb. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. it's not that's true for you. No, it may be not <laughs> in the Avery Sloan. <laughs> yeah. If we did have a gajillion dollars, though, I I think. You should be like the star of a Michael Bay style music video. Just like <laughs> insane. You're in like a jet or something mm-hmm. flying through the air. Too many lens flares. I think yeah, that would go yeah, over yeah. really well. But we like buy the jet too because we have that much money. Or we yeah. just recreate the Titanic. <gasps> oh, that's, that's James Cameron. That might that's be a Michael little Bay. bit. <laughs> that might be in poor taste. Yeah, that would be in poor taste. That was actually taste. a tragedy. So. But it would be expensive to do it. <laughs> if you have the money to do it, you should do it. I, I think ideally we'd go to, to studios and like recording too. Yeah, mostly. I honestly. Audio quality is way more important than any visuals. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I personally think that it's more about how you look. Like, I would rather look cool and sound bad. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, that was a joke. Was it? Yeah, it was mostly a joke. Okay. <laughs> it's up for interpretation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like her music. Just like the music. <laughs> full circle. Yeah, full circle. Um, so how long have you been performing live now? Oh, geez. It's been two years? Just over two Just years. Just over two years, yeah. But I feel like I've known these guys my whole life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my best friends. Do you remember your first show? <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. No, it was <laughs> awesome. It was like... Everything that could go wrong went wrong, but like I wouldn't change it because you know you got to get thrown into oh, it. Was it the Victory Square? Yeah, one? It was yeah. Out, so it's the outside one, and like uh, at Victory Square, and you could not hear anything. My like my guitar has this like it's like a kill switch essentially when it goes between the two channels, and I just like hit it and then thought that there is a problem somewhere else. So like my guitar has no sound, and then it's freezing so everyone's fingers are like not working properly and it was just like it was a very janky set the, the kill switch was really funny to me because she showed up the next time with the tape down with like 50 pieces <laughs> yeah. of, of scotch it's tape it's still taped yeah like to this because she was so worried about it happening again it hasn't happened again what can i say yeah who it's needs selection tape for you yeah i feel like every show at vic square is a is an adventure yeah you don't know <laughs> what to expect but no it was fun and i'm like i'm i'm kind of glad it went like that like i said because it's you know you're getting thrown into it and you kind of like learn to deal with mistakes on the fly too it's like Mm -hmm. anything once you like can kind of troubleshoot on the spot it's pretty smooth sailing and something goes wrong all the time like it's just part of it i guess yeah 
Yeah, and the audience usually doesn't notice. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too. It's like, I would get so in my head, like, oh, my God, everyone, like, heard that. Everyone hates me. But um, once you, like, see other people mess up, you're like, you never give it a second thought. You're not like, yeah, nobody cares. that guy played the wrong note at this part of the song. Like, He's awful at his instrument. Yeah, no, no one, give no one cares. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, part of the live performance. Yeah, that's what's nice about the community, too. Most people are uh, really nice about it. There's yeah. no, like, elitism. <laughs> yeah. I would hate to show up to a show and then be like, oh, yeah, that was okay, but you messed up here. <laughs> that would <Okay>. be awful. <laughs> I don't want to do that to anybody you, yeah. either. That would be, like, the yeah. worst thing. No, we have not experienced that yet. I've done it to, like, I've told Jason that a couple times. Like, yeah, that's why my confidence up. is so low. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so I won't ever leave the band. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a joke. <laughs> Are you guys Legally. all from? <laughs> are you guys all from Vancouver? No, we're uh, from Maple Ridge. Yeah, okay, cool. And Poco, we're like close. I was yeah. from Poco, but I moved to Ridge, and I hate it. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. I could not imagine like, <laughs> sorry, Ollie, but I could not imagine like moving to Maple Ridge. Yeah, I'm sorry. Good. I'm sorry. Like it's Damn. my, it's our, it's our <laughs> okay. home. You know, we grew up there. Yeah. Um, it's it's in my heart, but also. Not that much. <laughs> Common suburban experience. Yeah, Mississauga. Exactly. We're both from Mississauga. Uh, okay. Very no, big. Well, you live there. You're from there, basically. <laughs> um, Spent some time there. Yeah. It's like technically the fourth largest city, so it's basically the biggest suburb in Canada because it, it Ooh, is not yeah. a city. It is a big suburb. But mm-hmm. I was asking because I read one of your interviews, and you talked about how um, Nonarchy was a band, like a local band mm-hmm. that you really liked that kind of – was inspiring your music at the time, um, just in general, like being close to the Vancouver music scene growing up, how did that influence your sound and like what kind of music you like to make for all of you? Uh, Avery, I think, was into this little band called uh, Peach Pit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I was not, but they were, they were totally an influence. Yeah. They, like, there's so many uh, great like Vancouver bands and then like, in high school, all I wanted to do was play music, but it's kind of hard when, A, you're in Maple Ridge, and B, uh, no one else is as into it as you are. Also, like, you know, you're in high school, you might not have all the confidence in the world to, like, follow your dreams. Um, but, yeah, I was, like, in other music projects, af- like, after high school, and then kind of brought me to Vancouver, and... Just, like, through connections and, like, talking to people and seeing shows and all that. that Like, I think that's the most inspiring thing is just, like, working kind of with so many talented artists around mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I uh, I feel that when I moved out to Vancouver, I was very green because I didn't really know any local artists um, kind of at all. And when I moved to Vancouver is right around the time that I started playing for shows with Avery and everything, and um, it was honestly shocking to see how many talented people were out there, you know, doing this for fun, working their hardest, Mm -hmm. and it's really inspiring to see so many, like, the breadth of different musicians and genres and the different scenes and everything playing, like, every weekend or on weekdays, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was really inspiring at the time to not really know anything about the local music scene and then see kind of how alive and healthy it was. Yeah, it's like, I remember, yeah, coming here and being like, holy, like, people are doing this all the time. Like, this 
this is a thing. People are there is a show tonight somewhere every weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. you, there's always something going on instead of like an ACDC cover band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, hey, what the don't, Haney? Don't bash those. Bands. I'm not. Uh, there's a lane for every musician, but it's, it's nice true. to see more than just that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that the most like the biggest performance I got being in school at Maple Ridge was like the act, and that was for my parents and like my friends. <laughs> so it was very. Uh, shocking to go and perform for other people mm-hmm. that aren't related to me. Oh, yeah, true. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I guess there are people that just show up to shows. Although I'm pretty sure the crowd is like 50% <laughs> my parents and their friends. Yeah, so. but that, that's that's cool, too. <laughs> it it, at least cool. there's it other people cool. showing up. It's not it's, just Yeah. Them. Yeah, no. <laughs> Your turn, Ollie. What was the question again? Uh, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> you don't have to answer it. I was just asking how the local... Vancouver scene has, like, shaped your music interests or taste. I didn't see it as, like, the local scene when I was a kid, but my sister showed me, like, We Are the City and the Zolas, and I Mm -hmm. thought they were, like, the biggest bands in the world when I was growing (laughs) up, and I was like, holy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that kind of, like, got me into looking into more local artists and that, so I've been, I don't know, doing that since I was a youngin', but... Those are the quintessential I have a big sister in Vancouver bands. Like there's they like are, at least right? <laughs> four people I know who had the exact same experience. Literally. Those exact and like said the whale and like a few other people. It's like yeah. very specific. Um, yeah, I remember yeah. my first concert that I went to was a We Are the City show that my sister bought me tickets for for my birthday. It was great. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah. They're no longer anymore, but I mean, big kill. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're hyper pop now. Hell yeah, still, still good. But, <laughs> um, and then yeah, I, I was really fortunate with the school that I went to, uh, Terry Fox. There was a big music program there, so they had a gong. Play. Yeah, we had a gong that was on tour with Bon Jovi. No. Yes. No. They had yeah. a, double, a double pedal. They had it was, everything. Way overfunded, did, but so it was are, fun. Did Bon Jovi touch it? He did. <laughs> That's so hot. Um, and then, yeah, that kind of got me more into music and then branched off from there. Yeah. Were you in band, like concert band? No, <laughs> I was not in concert Both band. Both of our schools had the school of rock thing where you just it was you make ba- a band basically and then perform with them. Yeah, it was basically school of rock. It was a class to sit there and talk to friends and play music. <laughs> yeah. I think Knight's the only one that can read sheet music. Yeah, but I can only read bass clef. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clef. Yeah. yeah. It's what you need. <laughs> cool. Do you have awesome. Any? Yeah. Um, so do you have any artists that you feel like your sound is inspired by? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, there's so... That, that's, like, the hardest question that we get. Just because there's, like, there's so many, and I feel like my inspirations quote-unquote like change so often like i have like all the classic rock stuff like led zeppelin whatever like i mean our music doesn't sound like that but but it's inspiring and then like a lot of um like folk music like nico case um man i don't like i can't even think of any examples she's been making music for like however long now and yeah. so whatever music she was into then yeah, is what it's inspired like, it. It's like it's true. 
That's that's the problem with being a musician and then like getting changes. asked this question is because like, oh, okay, what was I into two years ago when I made that song? Yeah, because it's also like I went through a huge blondie phase, which I'm still in a little bit. And like a lot of like badass female front women are <laughs> inspiring. And like more of the indie artists too, like Courtney Barnett, mm-hmm. Snail Mail, like that kind of stuff. I think it's just really um, inspiring to see uh like a girl playing guitar <laughs> <laughs> making music and yeah being the lead of it not yeah. just being in I'm the like, band okay i can do that yeah no worries <laughs> it's, it's nice it's actually uh empowering yeah it's not just uh you're in the band you're actually the band <laughs> You know, you guys are are the band. No, but you know what I mean. You're the, you're the label. Like, let's all join hands. Yeah, let's all. Kumbaya. Someone the devil. Yeah, Wait, no, uh, it's, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and influences don't need to be, like, sonic influences necessarily. It can't just be like, wow, I like the way they perform, or I like how mm-hmm. confident they are, or I like how they, like, approach their crap we, we love I this suppose. local band uh, they've called magnolia <laughs> <laughs> they played here twice yeah twice. Yeah, twice. yeah twice yeah they played for fun drive last yeah. year actually yeah the guitarist is sitting in your studio right now yeah, yeah. 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 Avery, avery is uh we we have relations yeah mm. potentially yeah <laughs> we know we're just roommates Caden's <laughs> still open if anybody's <laughs> Um, anyways, what were you talking about? Uh, inspiration. Inspiration. Um, yeah. To, long story short, it changes all the time. And it's like, it's, you know, when like people say they hate their old music that they put out or something, Oliver, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know, I kind of like, I know I would do certain things differently and like make different artistic choice, artistic choices now um like to reflect more on whatever like the live sound that we've kind of dialed in but i kind of view it as a moment in time like this is what this is what i was doing then yeah it kind of just locks in the moment this this is who you were this is what was happening then yeah and and we can like perform it differently but i don't know i i think it's like kind of untouchable once it's out yeah if i make it pretentious about art oh please <laughs> uh i i think that your music from way back is still good but i think songwriting is a changing process and where your taste is where your taste was at maybe didn't match your songwriting skill mm-hmm. and it's all about getting your taste to match your skill and your taste will always change so i think now you're definitely a more competent songwriter but i still think it's valuable to look at what you did before right yeah yeah, well, I, I take that as a compliment. Yeah, no, it is a compliment, Avery. <laughs> That's the way yes. I look at it as, as your drummer. Is it's just constant improvement. I can look back on it and be like, yeah, no, I wouldn't have done that now, but... I did it then because that's what I thought. Yeah, definitely shouldn't have hired us. Yeah, definitely <laughs> should have uh, gotten better people. Hey, it's we're all growing together. How yeah. sweet. It's like yeah. a musical diary. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, yeah. Be like, this yeah. is what I liked when I was 18, and now I'm not 18 anymore, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like looking at your old playlist and... <laughs> yeah, a little totally. <laughs> um, I have one last question that I always like to ask, and that's, what's your favorite part about being in a band? Now, everyone go around the room and <laughs> 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 uh, you, you start. 
Oh. Is it because you don't have an answer? Well, I just want to. I just want to no hear what you guys have to say. She, she and then have an do answer. something. Different. Avery actually hates me. Yeah, I actually. <laughs> I would would not be surprised. This is where the band breaks. Up. My least favorite part of being a band is Whoa. working with these goons. Oh. What? Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Night. Take. Take it away. Fine. Um, I think that. Uh, you know, being in a band, or my favorite part of being in a band is just the collaboration. Um, and I also think that, like, it allows me to flex a different creative muscle. Because when I'm just <laughs> sitting down and playing guitar or bass or whatever in my house, it's like, cool. You know, I had fun, but when Avery brings a song to us and I get a chance to, like, you know, use my creativity to fill in the bass part and lay that down and, you know, spend time working on stuff with Avery, it's probably the most fun I'll have you know, mm-hmm. is that spirit of collaboration. That's my favorite part of being in a band. And, uh, you know, playing shows and admiration, whatever. But <laughs> Being famous. Yeah. <laughs> Getting in so much money. Yeah. <laughs> Spotify streams. Oh, yeah. Getting rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's my favorite part about being in a band is probably making stuff that I wouldn't make on my own and uh, seeing improvement uh, everywhere. Again, not like I just like our earlier songs, but it's nice to see growth. It's uh, it's like going from uh, the indie indie girl in her bedroom to uh, to an actual <laughs> band. Too close to home. Hey, hey we recorded the drums in the Sugar Shack that like for the oh, first the one. the Sugar Shack. Yeah, untouchable. We should do it again. We should. I'd do it again. Um, yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Um, uh, I don't know. Just the friends. Hanging out, jamming. It's a fun time. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Short um, and sweet. <laughs> some memories we made along the way. No, uh, I think kind of like to piggyback off what Knight said. It's pretty cool, like, making a little j- jingle on acoustic guitar, like, in my room and then bringing it to the band and just, like, watching it transform. Like, I, I remember, okay, when we were doing the first EP, speaking of recording drums in the Sugar Shack, like, I had, I kind of barely knew Jason. Like, I'd played with him before and talked No, we were him. best buds. I'd met her maybe oh, for, like, sorry. Yeah, no, that's hours. right. We were really close. <laughs> um, anyway, but he agreed to record drums. And so I sent him, like, whatever drumless tracks I had. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how to play drums, so make make it up and uh, like he came and him and his brother like set up all the recording stuff and he just started playing along i wore the minion shirt that day you did wear the minion shirt um that was the first (laughs) red flag anyway 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 um starts playing drums and i'm like whoa this is not what i had in mind but in a good way (laughs) it's like i was like it totally transformed whatever like idea i had of those songs and i like think that's a good example of how we've all kind of like been able to channel into our individual sounds and styles into like one cohesive song which like which makes the band have a sound and we all trust each other well what (laughs) yeah no no we do we do okay (laughs) i'm kidding we do yeah no that's that's probably one of the best parts uh is getting uh 
no offense, Avery, but like a really bad demo that's not in time or anything. Oh, okay. Well, I did try my best. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it's, it's yeah. good, but like. Y- well, you don't have to say it's good. It's okay. It's not good. <laughs> uh, something that's not in time. It's good. Uh, it's not in time. But then we show up and we all have our own parts, <laughs> and uh, it all comes together, and it's like, oh wow, th- this is what it it should sound like. This is what it's like going to sound like. It's not just an acoustic guitar and like Avery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could have just said actualizing the idea. Get this woman hey, out I've of never here. Been, I've never been uh, good at, at being nice to Avery. It's too big of a word. <laughs> Speaking being of nice. No, actualizing. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, speaking of time, we're kind of almost out of time. But thank you guys so much for being here today. That was awesome. Thank you yeah, for having us. Of course. Um, and thank you guys for listening. This was Noise Complaint. And you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM.